You're listening to Salon Frequency, a podcast for salon professionals revolutionizing the texture of salon culture. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, welcome! My name is Jocelyn, and as your host on this journey, it is my goal to encourage your growth behind and beyond the chair. And if you've been listening to this podcast for the past six months of its existence, I truly, truly, truly appreciate your support. Today, I'm going to challenge you to reevaluate your mentality about what you do behind the chair and who you are. So if you're not ready to hold the mirror up to yourself just yet or hold the magnifying glass onto your business, you may want to skip this episode. But if you're ready to take a closer look, let's peel some things back. So about a year ago, before I ever recorded the first podcast episode, I outlined in my notebook app like 10 topics that I wanted to discuss. All of these topics were things I wished I'd known sooner in my career. And one of those topics was titled, This Client is Crazy, What Do I Do? I'm sure you can relate because it's definitely a topic that needs to be addressed. But as I began to speak with several of my salon guests about my vision to host the podcast, I became worried about, you know, like how a topic would be received by any of the clients that listen to the show. So naturally, I just went ahead and pushed it down the list. And then one day, Interestingly enough, one of the topics that one of my clients said she would like to hear me touch on was whether or not I had ever fired a client. And I thought to myself, like, hmm, that's interesting. Why would she, a client, want to hear about how a salon professional, let alone her salon professional, would fire a client? And then it wasn't until months later that I had the words or felt like I had the words to articulate the necessity of firing a client in a way that both a client and a salon professional would understand. And you know, what sparked this clear connection was a live broadcast on Instagram. A stylist got on IG Live and started ranting, but she was speaking nothing but the truth. And I'll tell you what she said after a brief message from one of our sponsors. As a salon professional, you know that if you're not behind the chair, you are not making money. Traditionally speaking, of course. But part of revolutionizing salon culture means that in today's industry, you can create multiple streams of income, especially passive streams of income that make you money while you sleep or shop or spend time with your family. And guess what? Podcasting can be one of those streams. With the Anchor app, you can get started creating your very own podcast for free and start making money with your very first episode because there's no minimum audience size required for sponsorship. Anchor also gives you all the tools directly in the app to record, edit, and upload your podcast right from your phone or computer. And they'll automatically distribute your podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other platforms. So essentially, Anchor has everything you need to create a podcast that can generate money for you while you're behind and beyond the chair. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. So here I was aimlessly scrolling on my timeline and bing! 
I get the notification that a stylist I follow, I won't put her out there because I haven't gotten, you know, authorization for that. But I got the notification that she just started a live broadcast and I love her artistry. And so naturally I was like, Ooh, let me see what she's, you know, showing today. And a little did I know it wasn't a style that I wanted to see, but it was a message that I needed to hear. I'm not going to get into the whole backstory of the rant, but I will tell you that what she said hit me like a ton of bricks. She said, and I quote, we offer services. We are not your servant. Woo. A word. As a salon professional, we offer services. We are not servants. Now, if that didn't move you like it moved me, it's cool. But let me share with you my very first experience letting go of a client deliberately. And I say deliberately because for some reason it has been almost ingrained in the salon culture that it's acceptable for clients to freely move from chair to chair and yet have the right to make an appointment with us when they want. And I'm sure you've had this happen to you at one point or another. So the first time I let go of one of my clients, it was not because she sat in someone's chair or because she forgot her wallet at home too many times because they do that too. I let her go to protect my peace. Literally in the last few months of our, we'll call it a partnership, if you will. But every time I got a notification that she scheduled an appointment, my stomach would literally just like twist into knots. And on the day of her appointment, my anxiety would be just like through the roof. And right before her appointment, I would say a prayer to just get me through those 270 minutes that we were together. Because I was definitely counting the minutes until she was about to there. You may be wondering how I went about letting go of a client with no quote unquote physical evidence to explicitly say like, this is the exact moment in time that is causing this to happen or barring you from coming back to my chair. But here's the thing. Who told you that you needed to have physical evidence or explain why your peace and your joy matter? Think about that. Who told you that? Where did you hear that? Who said that that was the rule? And I don't know who told me that, but I definitely thought I needed it. And that is why I endured those anxiety-written experiences for so long. Then I finally had had enough and I turned to the internet to find out like, okay, I no longer want this experience, so what am I supposed to say to quote-unquote fire a client? But it turns out all the things online only validate the ego, the ego that tells you that you have to have a reason. They just tell you to tough it out unless there's something that you can point to for their dismissal. And I was like, nah, <laughs> this is crazy. I really can't be the first person to ever not want to feel like this when I go to my my personal, my place of business that I've cultivated. So I kept searching. And really the only thing that turned up that was remotely helpful was a post from a business coach that said, never fire a client through text message or email. Let it be in person, after an appointment or over the phone. Y'all, when I tell you I read that and I was like freaking out, cause I'm like, I definitely don't want to do this while she's sitting here or like, 
have a whole confrontation and like this means I have to call her and I already don't like talking on the phone. I'm 100% a millennial. So what do I do? And to make a long story short, I'll just fast forward to the day that I decided to call her. I knew this was the day and she must have known something was up too because she had just texted me and she said she was having trouble scheduling an appointment because, you know, naturally I had banned her from scheduling any more appointments online. Like I told you, I had already had enough. I decided our partnership was done. I just needed to tell her that. So I called her in response to her text message. But before I called, I rehearsed what I was going to say. I was like, you know, how would I respond to her questions? Like what exactly I would say? Like I had it all perfectly crafted in my mind until she picked up the phone on the first ring. Y'all, everything just went out the window. Oh my gosh, it was crazy. Now thinking back on it, I probably should have written down what I was going to say, but I don't even think that would have saved me from the epic fail that was that phone call. I had landed on a variation of, it's not you, it's me. And to every question she asked after I said, I can no longer serve as your hair care professional, I said a variation of, it's not you, it's me. Now she did get a little confrontational, almost like when, what, like want to know that exact moment, but she finally landed on, okay, I just, I guess I have to accept that. And I quickly said, okay, have a great day. And I hung up, <laughs> fail, fail, fail. But it was a major lesson in my career. And it was definitely a pivotal day in my career that I felt like a true boss. Previously, I hadn't given much thought or energy to how much effort it goes to like firing someone. The tact of it all, the communicative awareness that is involved, it's, it's really a lot. Or at least I made it seem like a lot because as soon as I hung up that phone, I felt free. Like I felt a weight had been lifted off my shoulders. Now to bring it back full circle, so why when this broadcast popped up and she said, we offer services, we are not your servants, and it resonated with me so much, is because again, so much of salon culture tells you that you have no rights to your chair, that your chair is expected to be open to whomever wishes to sit there and pay for it. However, I challenge you to welcome more discernment in your clientele. Is it really a healing space for you if you have clients that are constantly overstepping or disregarding your boundaries? Are you really okay with people that come in your space always unloading all of their recent stress and frustration on you? And before you answer that, really ask yourself how you feel at the end of that day. And should it really be okay for people to demand that you work outside of your scheduled business hours because that's when they're available? Or consider how it would feel to have clients that fully trusted you and didn't try to undermine your styling choices or recommendations because of something they saw online. I do understand, trust me, I get it, that you may have a voice inside your head that tells you that discernment may not feel appropriate for you, that you need to just take what you can get right now because it's life. I get it. And I also believe that you deserve to hold space for what brings you joy in a space, a career, a business that you're creating for yourself. To sit in your chair is a privilege, not a right. 
And sometimes you have to revoke those privileges to protect your peace. I do really appreciate you investing the time and listening to this podcast. And if you learned anything from this episode or were inspired by anything I shared today, please consider leaving us a five-star review and rating on Apple Podcasts and visit salonfrequency.com to join the vibe, an email newsletter that keeps the conversation going. 